breathing in air the fake ain't phony they're just seeing impaired because you believe what you see or believe what ain't there the real world is twisted and to me it ain't fair because greedy people seem welcome to the voices in my head the intro and outro music is west and coast by the high council you can check them out on soundcloud Welcome back. If you've been enjoying my podcast and YouTube channel, please hit that like and subscribe button. I'd really appreciate it. Back with another police accountability episode. And this one is with the FBI. Now, we've been seeing a lot of craziness with the FBI and the accusations that they have become politically charged and they are going after political enemies of the party in power. This was on Zero Hedged, dated June 18, 2023. The headline is FBI groomed, mentally challenged 16-year-old to become a terrorist, then arrested him. And this is a little scary that they're going after developmentally challenged teenagers. And you're going to see in this article, this teenager really had some real, very cognitive disabilities and that they appeared to target him for that. So this gets into our article. Earlier this month, the FBI announced the arrest of 18-year-old Matteo Ventura of Wakefield, Massachusetts, over allegations that he provided financial support to ISIS. According to the DOG's press release, Ventura was indicted for, quote, knowingly concealing the source of material support or resources that he intended to go to a foreign terrorist organization. So that is the accusation. We'll see if that accusation is actually true or not. Back to the article. Yet according to government's own criminal complaint, Ventura never gave a dime to any terrorist group. While the only quote terrorist he actually had any contact with was an undercover FBI agent who befriended him when he was 16 years old and convinced him to produce gift cards with small amounts of cash on them. The FBI agent told Ventura not to tell anyone about their, quote, intimate online relationship, including his family, according to The Intercept. This is a, this is a quote out of The Intercept. Contrary to the sensational narrative fed to the news media of terrorist financing in the U.S., the charging document showed that Ventura gave an undercover FBI agent gift cards for pitiful small amounts of cash, sometimes in $25 increments. In his initial bid to travel to the Islamic State, the teenager balked making up excuse by the FBI's only account to explain why he did not want to go. So this is just my commentary, not the quote. They were trying to convince him to say he wanted to go and he kept on making up excuses to not go. When another opportunity to travel abroad arose, Ventura balked again, staying home on the evening of his supposed flight instead of traveling to the airport. So once again, they're trying to con him to go, but he backs out. He doesn't do it. He doesn't go. By the time the investigation was winding down, he appeared ready to turn in his purported ISIS contact, the FBI agent, to the FBI. So he was ready to squeal on this ISIS contact that was trying to groom him to be a terrorist. He was ready to turn that person in the FBI and actually contact the FBI to say, hey, there's this guy that's trying to convince me to become a terrorist. So he contacts the FBI. Now, once again, you going to see his cognitive disability and the way he contacted the FBI. And I'm wondering if that's really what pissed off the FBI and caused him to come after this kid. Back to the Zero Hedge article. What's more, Ventura's father, Paul, told the outlet that his son suffered from childhood 
developmental issues, which were so bad that he was forced to leave school to constant bullying from other students. This is a quote from the father. He was born prematurely. He had brain developmental issues. I had the school do a neurosurgery evaluation on him, and they said his brain was underdeveloped, said Ventura. He was suffering endless bullying at school with other kids taking food off his plate, tripping him in the hallway, humiliating him, laughing at him. So he he had a test on and and that he was born premature. His brain never fully developed. So they don't really give what his cognitive abilities are, but it's not a true 18-year-old. It may be a 10-year-old or 8-year-old. So that's like trying to arrest an 8-year or 10-year-old for doing stupid stuff on the internet. Back to the Zero Hedge article. In short, instead of an actual terrorist or terrorist adjacent, Ventura's case is yet another example of the FBI grooming a mentally unfit young man to commit a crime that would not have otherwise occurred. To me, this would be entrapment. Once again, not an attorney, not a legal scholar, but this would seem like it would be entrapment. Now, here's another quote from Nas Ahmed, acting director of the Creating Law Enforcement Accountability and Responsibility, or CLEAR, project at City University of New York School of Law. There is still significant use of informants and undercover agents in FBI investigations who aren't just gathering information about potential crimes, but are actively suggesting ideas for crimes or making it easier for people to do the things that they claim they want to do. There are documented cases where the government has provided people everything they needed to execute a plot. Informants and undercover agents have often been used as a tool in these investigations to prod things along. In 2021, Paul Ventura said that armed FBI agents visited his home to inform him that his son has been browsing websites, quote, he should be looking at. Now, I think that may be a misquote because I'm thinking they're saying he should not be looking at. And connected the father with who the FBI said was a counselor who Paul says had no knowledge of his son's ongoing communications with the undercover FBI agent. So the FBI was alerted to him visiting websites that, quote, he shouldn't be going to, but it's not illegal to go to these websites unless they're child porn or some type of illegal websites, you know, on on the dark web or something. Most websites that you find are on the regular web are not illegal to go. Now, to interact, to buy things, that could be different. But me looking up on a website on how to buy oxycodone and and go to a website that says, hey, they can sell me oxycodone is not illegal. I may be doing research for a podcast to show how easy it is. Now, if I actually order oxycodone from that website, then most likely I am breaking a law and it could be an FBI sting website where they show up in my house saying I tried to buy you know, illegal class three narcotics and they have proof. And at that point I would get in trouble. But me just going to a website. Now I know not to go to child porn websites or certain websites that I'm sure the FBI is just looking for people to surveil or to watch or get put on some watch list. But the fact that they came and told him and then they put him in touch with a counselor. They, I mean, clearly they understood that he had some cognitive issues or maybe it's better to get him some help when he's 16 years old before he actually gets brainwashed into something. Back to the article. And this is from the father. I think this is quote. Yeah, the quote from the father. Two years ago, the FBI came to my house and they took his computer and said he's on these sites he shouldn't be on. We said, okay. And he wasn't arrested at that time or anything. I didn't 
hear from them again after that. But I guess over time, things escalated, said Paul. I was at home a lot because I work, and he wasn't at school because of the bullying. Instead of them telling me that he's doing what he's doing online and to take his computer away, they let him keep doing it. Once again, I'm putting some blame on the father here. I mean, so many times parents don't take accountability for raising their kids. So when the kids do something bad, they're like, well, the school didn't tell me. Someone didn't tell me. And it's like, where's this this parent's responsibility to know what their kids are doing, especially if the FBI came to him and said, your kid's going to some websites that he shouldn't have. And they took his computer. Obviously, the dad bought him another computer. You can buy software that stops kids from going to certain websites. And a lot of it is for porn or it's blockers to keep them from going to certain chat rooms so they're not being solicited for sex or to just to protect them. So his dad could have done, been more proactive. And at this point, I'm blaming the father, not the child, but the father for just taking this very passive and blase attitude of, well, they didn't come back and tell me, so I didn't know what was going on. He's your son. You should know what's going on. The fact that the FBI showed up one time should have been enough. But just to say, well, they never came back and talked to me. Therefore, I thought everything was good. No. To me, he failed his son. And that's just my opinion, that the father failed his son. And if his father took more of a proactive role, his son would not be in this situation. Then it gets into some of the conversations, which I'm not going to get into. Ventura then sent a $25 Google Play gift card to the undercover agent along with the redemption code. The FBI agent also had the 16-year-old record an audio file for himself pledging allegiance to the leader of ISIS and then sending the clip via chat. Once again, I'm going to blame the father for this because like I said, there's tons of software out there to protect kids from revealing personal information, controlling what could be sent, what can't be sent, or just monitoring what your kid's doing. This is where I think what really pissed off the FBI and once again shows the cognitive disability of this child. Back to the Zero Hedge article. This January, just after Ventura turned 18, he resumed contact with the FBI agent via encrypted messaging. I'm not sure whether that, what that is, whether that's Telegram or some other secure website. I'm not sure exactly what they mean by that. Apologizing for the long time since it, since they had last spoke. He expressed interest in traveling to an Islamic state, while the two also discussed the possibility of Ventura dying in an attack by ISIS fighters somewhere in the world, or possibly attending a training camp. Ventura, at the FBI's direction, took a video himself, which he sent over the chat, in which he noted that he had grown a beard. The FBI agent told him that he looked strong and looked like lion. And he's speaking broken English, pretending to be a Arab speaker. He then sent another $25 via Google Play gift certificate and finally on April 10th booked a flight on Turkish Airlines to Egypt. Instead of actually boarding the flight, however, Ventura contacted the FBI's National Threat Operations Center to report a tip. So he's reporting what he's been doing and this so-called ISIS terrorist that he's been in communication with. Now, here's the, the crazy part. Back to the article. And demanding, quote, $10 million in duffel bags if he were to provide information on future terrorist attacks. Once again, this just shows his cognitive disability because I think even a teenager, a normal 16-year-old would know you can't go asking the FBI for $10 million in duffel bags if you provide the right information. It may be a matter of, hey, what what can I get? You know, there's the tip hotlines or Crime Stoppers that offers rewards. You know, you can find out, hey, is there some type of reward? And usually it's a couple hundred bucks, not $10 million. And back to the article, this is a quote from the kid. I know you thought I am a retarded fool, but joke's on you. I will not admit I sent this or communicate 
communication until the cash is, is delivered, he said, according to the criminal complaint. Well, obviously, the line's recorded. They know who he is. Then in the next few days, Ventura called the FBI several more times to offer to, quote, help fight terror, including to help stop a future ISIS terrorist attack and to provide information on people who would be carrying them out in exchange for money and legal immunity. According to the affidavit on April 20th, Ventura was informed in an FBI phone call that information he had provided was not specific and therefore not actionable. And then it goes on to him being arrested. Now I'm going to jump over to a YouTube video. And this was the hearing that Congress had with FBI whistleblowers just to show how crazy the FBI has become over the past several years. And I think it even started many, many years ago. It's not part of the Biden administration. They, they became politicized long, long ago. So this listens to here is Matt Gates questioning an FBI whistleblower on his activities. Mr. Friend, you ever been to a school board meeting? Yes, I have. FBI ever sent you to the parking lot of a school board meeting? Yes, they have. And in the parking lot of a school board meeting where the FBI sent you, you were taking down information regarding people's license plates? That's correct. Now, it wasn't the first time you'd been to a school board meeting, was it? No, I went on my own as a private citizen. As a parent? Yes. And so there you were. It must have been quite an interesting perspective. There you were taking down the information of people, parents attending school board meetings on behest of the FBI. And you had been one of those parents at a school board meeting. How did that feel? Well, after I attended privately, my colleagues teased me that they were probably going to start investigating me. So the FBI is investigating people going to school board meetings. Now, there's been no attack at a school board meeting. There has been no mass shooting at a school board meeting. Now, there's been accusations of violence and people have been arrested for not yielding the floor or being trespassed from school board meetings. But there's been no violence. School board meetings are supposed to be open to the public where the parents can go and express their opinions about the job that the schools and the school board is doing. So here they send an FBI agent to a school board meeting to take down license plates. To me, that's not what the FBI should be doing. Now, this is going to go on to some even crazier stuff. You used to go after the worst of the worst, didn't you? Yes, I believe so. You went after people who looked at child porn? Yes. People who were sexually exploiting children? Yes. And then you were in the parking lot of a school board meeting, taken down the information of parents. What happened to the cases that you were working to, to protect our communities from the worst predators that exist? I was told they were not to be resourced. Uh, and then uh, after I was suspended, uh, they were handed off to local law enforcement. Wow, so the FBI just decided it was more important to have you in that parking lot of that school board meeting than getting the worst of the worst away from people that they could harm. That's correct. That's scary. Here this guy's specialty or his assignment was going after child predators. And the FBI thought it was more important for him to be tracking who is going to a school board meeting, which is open to the public. That is crazy. That is insane. That's like we're going to track who goes to a city council meeting or a, a town council meeting or a county council meeting or any open public forum. We're going to scrutinize who attends those because obviously if you go to an open government meeting and express your opinion, you're a potential terrorist or a potential threat to the government. You, yeah, people that are informed are a, a potential threat to the powers to be, but they think that people that abuse children, that engage in child porn, make the child porn, that are harming little children, that their crimes are not as bad or deemed less concerning to the FBI than American citizens 
citizens that express their opinion at open government meeting. This is sad. Everybody's talking about, I know, especially on the right, about drag shows or the transgender or grooming our children. No, guys. Yeah, I mean, I can understand the concern. We need to be concerned about our FBI grooming children, not for sexual exploits, but grooming them to be criminals so they can charge them to before they crime. This is kind of insane that they go after a developmentally challenged child for sending a handful of dollars. And I think it was under about a thousand dollars total over several, over multiple years. So it wasn't like 10, 50, a hundred thousand dollars. He thought he was financing. It was $10. I mean, this is basically one of your scams where people call you up and they pretend they're from the IRS or Amazon or your bank. And in order to fix something, you have to go down to your Walmart and get some Microsoft gift cards or Apple Play gift cards and give them the number so they can then fix your problem. I mean, that's that's the scam they're actually running. They're being nothing more than scammers. Once again, guys, not part of defund the police, not part of back to blue. I want good cops. I want cops that understand their oath to the Constitution and police departments that or law enforcement agencies like the FBI that is not being politicized and used as Gestapo to go after political enemies of the any political party in power, whether it's the Democrat or the Republicans, doesn't matter. Neither party should be using government agencies to go after political enemies. Once again, guys, just my opinion. Thanks for listening. I could run the whole block just from walking the line. Parking is prime. These are the thoughts of my mind. And I'm a straight rider, never stop at a sign. And I'm only slowing down if I'm stopping the sign. Six figures on the check before I'm jotting a line. It goes one for the money, two for the clothes, three for the honeys, and a four for the flows. Five O's and six.